night shift. What's going on? Is that better? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh yeah, okay. That's on my my Bluetooth. What's going <laughs> no, on? Oh no, my lawn. <laughs> hey, oh, that's, yeah. I've been wanting to call for a while, but it's my schedule's always. Uh, I got to put the kids to bed and all that. And, oh, uh, dude, I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got. Well, I got a few stories. Um, I guess I'll just get right into it. Awesome. Um, let's see. Okay, so I got a weird. Um, or I'll tell you, I'll start with like my Ouija board story. Okay. Um, when I, when I was, let's see, uh, sixth or seventh grade, I went to my buddy Adam's cabin. Um, and it was just him and his mom. I think his parents were having some kind of deal going on there. And, um, so yeah, it's just us three and we go there and it's just a cabin on the lake in, in Washington. It was you know super scenic and nice right on the lake. And, or up, or me and Adam's beds were upstairs, like in a loft. And he said, "Hey, there's a check out this Ouija board. It's up here." And he's like, "They found it at the cabin." I was like, "Oh, you use it?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, it works." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." And I'm just thinking, "No, like, you know, whatever." And but I was like, "You know," but I was interested. You know, I I, I didn't really like. Well, I grew up in a religious household, but that was mostly you know my parents' religious, and I was just kind of long for the ride. And um, so I didn't really believe in it and other than like my my mom being like it's evil or you know all that but um so anyways we were, we're playing with this and it's it's working but in the back of my mind it's like ah uh, you know he's just trying to scare me you know the whole time you know and it's like it's answering like yes or no questions but it, it was like it was kind of random like it seemed like it was working sometimes and not and it's like oh he's just messing with me and then he was downstairs and i was like i'm gonna try this this ouija board by myself so I grabbed I, the planchette or whatever. I grabbed it and I started asking questions and it was like, Oh, is this like, it, it's moving. Like, am I just imagining this or, you know, but and I had my hand on it and I asked a question that was like, like along the lines of like, you know, how old are you? Or it was a number question. And, and the planchette went six and then backed off six backed off and then six. And this is like by myself and, um, and then it started spinning like in circle at the time I was like, I remember as circles, um, and I just like, you know, fuck that. I put it away and, you know, I didn't say goodbye or whatever you're supposed to do. You know, I just threw it away. And, you know, I was like, years later, I was hearing, um, someone talk about Ouija boards and saying that like, um, um, never put a Ouija board in the infinity symbol. And I can't remember exactly why. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that's what was happening. It was like <laughs> going in this infinity uh, circle. Did he, did you ever, I, cause I don't know much about Ouija boards. Is there, why, why do you not want to put it in the infinity symbol? Do you know? Um, uh, something like, like it's it like opens up, a, like it allows, I'm going to butcher it um like it opens a portal for a, a demon to enter or something like that so it's basically and just like a, a a welcome mat essentially i guess yeah and so and that that freaked me out because it was like like i knew he wasn't messing with me that time you know and i mean we were like teasing the thing and bulking it you know like all that and and a weird side note too on that night and i didn't think about this till later but like the neighbors they had like it was like a 
husband and wife and had kids and there was like the most extreme like scream fight i've like ever heard and i mean looking back i should probably call the police but in the morning like the mom's like what are you talking about there was no one fighting like i was up you know reading and i didn't hear anything it was just i I don't even know if that's related or what but it was it was pretty weird (laughs) i would say i'm not i'm not big into i'm i say that but then there's that the inquisitive part of me when it comes to Ouija boards, where it's like, I'm kind of supposed to push the envelope because of what we do. But at the same time, this is, makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, like, I, I mean, I get when people are like, don't believe it. Or you like, you're thinking about something and you're kind of like subconsciously moving it. But like, I was not like the way that thing was moving. And when it started going in that symbol, like that, like I, I recommend not messing around with this. And, you know, and it, and it wasn't even like we're setting up, like, this can be scary. Like, let's, let's see what kind of scary things happen. It was just like, just, you know, is it going to work? Let's see. You know, so I, I don't know. It was pr- pretty weird. And I've, I've always had weird stuff going on. But the other story I wanted to tell was, um, this was, um, this is really, I, listen, I haven't really talked this one out. <laughs> So bear with me. And it's like, uh, I, it's still kind of processing. It might not even sound weird to, um, to people, but it was to me. But, um, so I work like, so I'm a, um, a ranger, like a park ranger. Um, and this was in this, uh, in the city I was working at the time. And this was only probably like seven years ago. And, um, actually let me backtrack. Okay. Cause <laughs> There's, sorry, I'm a little nervous. Like, well, you're all right. Kind of a, Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a side part of this. So totally different tangent here. But um, so I, I I collect like vinyl records and sometimes I'll trade them and sell them and all that. So, um, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll sell like a record and then I'll use the money to buy more. You know, it's just, yeah, my wife loves it. But um, so um, somebody asked me a question about a record like, oh, how do they make this record or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I answered, and, you know, if someone seems like they're really into it, I'll, you know, give them a discount or whatever. You know, it's not necessarily about the money. Um, and so, you know, I sent it off. And like a week later, I get like a ta- tag on Instagram. And it was like, thanks for the record, you know, and then my, and then like my tag on Instagram. And I was like, oh, this person like looked me up. That's weird. But I was like, well, it's got my, name and address is the return address so they probably just you know just looked up my name and now the internet's kind of you know pretty probably pretty easy to find someone if you want to and so i um and then and then but but it was a girl and she she was you know talking to me about music and i remember just feeling like off about it and i kept thinking it was because well i mean i'm like married and you know i mean i'm not like anything nefarious but it's like you know i like i don't want to explain to my wife like why am i you know talking to a girl on you know on instagram but you know she but she kept coming back with like very obscure things that i'm into um and you know like to the point where i'm like wow that's you know really obscure like not not like you know like it'd be like a music thing but you know it'd be like a very small band. It's like, how do you get, you know that? Like, I, I don't even, they don't even have an, I don't know. It's not like she like looked at my likes cause it on Instagram, like, Oh, they like this person. Me too. Cause they didn't, you know, like bands that didn't even have Instagrams. And, um, 
So she just kept talking and I just kept getting this weird feeling. And I was like, ah, you know, I kind of got it a little more distant. Cause I was like, I'm just going to back away from this. Cause I, I really don't want to come across like, you know, I'm doing something weird um, or nefarious. And um, so fast forward to I'm in a ranger. I'm working in the park, the first part of the story. And I'm with a buddy and we're in like a little, like a glorified golf cart essentially. <laughs> and we're, um, driving to this, uh, it's a, it was a, it was a, uh, golf course turned into a, like an open space and it's hot summer. And I would buy those like big jugs of like, you know, five gallons of water with like a, like a handle, you know, and I, and I just like keep refilling that throughout the week. That was like my thing. And I put in like some of that, like a Mio, like water enhancer in the thing. So I had this, you know, so I had this big pink bottle of water. We're, we're driving around and we checked, um, it's early in the morning. No one's there. Went down this trail. Everything looked okay. Turned around and it was like, maybe gone for like one minute. Make our way back. I was like, oh, there's my water bottle. And we were both looking at it and we're like, it looks really weird. Like it, instead of pink, it was like cloudy. And he, he was weirded out by it. And I was too, I was like, but that's my water bottle. Cause it's, you know, it's. I, I, no one was on this trail. We had to pass, if pass this, we we're only gone for a minute. It's the exact same water bottle. That's my water bottle. I, I don't know. Maybe when, it, you know, I was like, it, I, I just put it aside. And then I took a sip out of it. And when, when I took that sip, there was like her face flashed into my head. And a message just said, she's a witch. Get the and, fuck out of here, man. Dude, and like, I never looked into witches. I don't even know, you know, like, like I'm not like thinking about like, oh, is there witch? Is this a witch? Like, there was even on her Instagram account, there was nothing, nothing like witchy or anything like that. And it was, I mean, and I, I didn't tell my buddy that part of the story. And like, we were telling people, and like, you know, and everyone at work could only focus on the fact that I just drank the box. Like, you just drank it? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's clearly not your That's all that everyone, like, to be fair, that to be fair, that wasn't your best judgment call. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how confident it was. It was mine, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and then, so, like, um, it, it, yeah, so, you know, and me and him would just, like, talk about it because he got really weird vibes off it, too. He, uh, it was, like, it was weird, and everyone's like, that's not that weird, man. And, like, we kept being like, dude, it's weird. We kept trying to like tell people it was weird. And I just kept being, dude, like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's really weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and um, so, so you know what? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to message her and I'm just going to flat out ask, are you a witch? You know, like, what do I got to lose? You know, like, who, you know, who cares? It's just a person on the internet. So I, I messaged that to her. And you would think that if someone randomly sent you a message that said, I'm a witch or, or sorry, are you a witch or a warlock or whatever, you know, they'd be like, what the fuck are you? And, or they at least ask why, you know, why would you even ask that? And she's like, it's kind of a long story. Maybe I'll tell you about it sometime. That was her response. No, oh, no, man. no. Yo, it's me I'll for coffee. <laughs> she's no like, way. yo, didn't you get the drink I sent you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Cause... Yeah, what if I drink the whole thing? You know, I would have been like some kind of leave oh, my man. wife and flying over you know it's like what? you know it was, it was, the, 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 it's like 
there's only one thing that's worse than a thirsty hoe, and that's a thirsty witch, man. I'm telling you, jeez. That I don't know, man. Because like, for a second there, I was so confused when you were lining up the story. I'm like, yeah. what in the hell? Like, where's this record going with this stuff? No, like, I'm so confused. I know, dude. And then you I, hit I me. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you did it perfectly because it completely blindsided the the whole situation. I had no idea where that was going. Dude, that was awesome. I got really bad ADHD, so it's like sometimes I can get all over the place. No, it's um, it's good, man. Like that was that was awesome. That's yeah, was, I could not yeah, imagine. It, it, oh yeah, it, it, you know, and I'll call some other time to t- tell you some more. Like I will tell you briefly. Like I mean, as far as like sleep paralysis and like shadow beings and stuff like that. Like that's that's something that I've been riddled with. Like my whole, especially when I was a kid, and um, you know, I so I'm interested in it. You know, like what the, what what is it? You know, like I, but the thing that I would see a lot be spiders as a kid, and you know, and, and I would be like, this is my you know wild imagination. But I'd be like in that stage, like of sleep paralysis, see spiders, and so like to the point where like I tuck in my blanket so tight because a lot of times it'd be like sometimes big ones, but a lot of times just little ones crawl on my beds, and I'm not like afraid of bugs even as even when I was a kid, but like. I would tuck in my, 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 my sheets so tight so that nothing could get in there. And I was listening to like, yeah, like this, I forget her name, but she was supposedly like the expert on, you know, um, sleep paralysis or whatever. And she just casually mentioned in it, she didn't go into detail, but she said, oh, and then sometimes people see spiders. Like, and that was like a, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, stop everything. <laughs> like I, like, I just like my, my, my jaw dropped and I'm just, sitting there in my little you know in my buggy there at work just like what yeah she that, got way and, too close but yeah and like um and then just like um you know and i tried it like i really like started diving into it deep and when i started diving into it more it escalated to the point of like there, there were like there was a week where i got it every single night including one night where it was three or four times and yeah so it's just like man like i guess be careful what you're looking into you know it's like i don't know i don't know if that's like it was me like manifesting in my head and all that but um yeah well, i'd say that's a uh, pretty weird shit you got going on man i don't know much <laughs> about sleep paralysis because i don't experience it but i know steve does and it does not sound fun to me at all no, it, and um, you know, and then like when people call in, like I get why people think people sound crazy because <laughs> they, you know, they call in and they're like, you know, one person like, oh, you know, I saw a single book, Bigfoot, I think, and then the end of story. But there's people that have so many weird experiences, and then it's like when you find like an outlet where you can share your story or you know, like vent or talk or whatever, because you got all this in your head and like trying to put it, to, you know what is this, you know, trying to figure it out. And then like, when you find something to listen, you just want to go ham, you know, you just oh, want yeah. to talk about everything. And so like, and then like, so I, I get it when people are like, so I, you know, when I say, if I tell someone, you know, a few stories, it's like, rein it in, man, they're going to think you're crazy. No, <laughs> so, no, we're not here. No, no, but I mean like, you know, and, and the other callers too, you know, like I'm sure like there's just a lot of people going through some pretty crazy stuff through their whole lives and they just, yeah, like a lot of people just have to kind of act like it's not happening because, you know. Well, yeah, there's times when 
I've experienced things and I feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. For yeah. experiencing clearly what I experienced. I'm like, I'm crazy. Like I'm going to sound crazy when I tell the people this, cause I feel crazy. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, I'll let someone else call. It was, I'm glad I finally got a call and, um, good night to do it. So likewise, thank you for calling right in on, and sharing thanks. your stories. All right, guys. Have a good one. You too. See you. Bye. Bye. You know, uh, one thing that he said, what's his, was his name? Andrew. Do you remember? I think it was Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. I think it's what, so one thing Aaron said, uh, was it just in passing. He said, the witch warlock. Um, I was, uh, I was live on uh Sean Atwood's show for his hundredth episode. And I was talking about my experience with, uh, what I would call a warlock and somebody commented and they're like, uh, Actually, it's not warlock. We haven't used warlock in since the seventies. We just call ourselves male witches now. I'm like, sorry. You know, like <laughs> I was like, my War, bad. Warlock you know? sounds cooler. <laughs> it does. Like, what? Who wants to be called him? I'm a no. male witch. I'm, I'm a like, warlock. I'm a, I'm baby. a warlock. Man. Warlock. I'm a warlock. Straight warring. Up. I'm a warring warlock. <laughs> Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Hell yeah. This is Darth Squatcher. How you guys Hey, doing? what's going on? And thanks for the donation earlier. I appreciate that. No problem. You guys uh, deserve it. I just want to say I totally respect you and Steve and Tony, what you guys do. I love your guys' podcasts. And um, I've been wanting to call in for a while, but I think this is kind of perfect that Tony's here because of his religious background, which I don't have, but I kind of want to get his point of view. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, uh, the paranormal and everything. And the one thing I haven't really heard too much about is divine intervention. And um, I had something like that happen to me when I, in my early 20s. Um, I live in California. And uh, when you're leaving the Sierra Nevadas, you go through um, a little bunch of rolling foothills um, to get into the Central Valley. And I was on one of the last of the rolling foothills. I was making the, the ascent on the road. And as you make the ascent, the single lane highway splits off into two highway into two lanes. And there's about a 20 to 30 yard uh, gap in between the, the two roads. So as I make my ascent, I get to the top and I start descending down the last of the rolling hills. And then all of a sudden, it just starts pouring rain, pouring hell, like a big, huge thunderstorm rolled by. And the road um, looked like it snowed. It was that much hell on it. So I start kind of slowing down. And as the two lanes start merging back into one, I, all of a sudden, this car out of nowhere comes flying past me, cuts me off. I have to hit my brakes. Mind you, there's hail all over the floor. I start hydroplaning and start spinning out of control in a, in a little 1987 Isuzu pickup truck. If you guys know what that is, it's basically driving a tin can would be safer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and so I'm spinning out of control in this. As, and as I'm spinning, every time I make one revolution, I see this 18-wheeler double trailer truck heading right for me, going probably 60, 70 miles an hour. And as I keep spinning and spinning, I'm getting closer and closer. And then I, all of a sudden, at one point, I was like, no, 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 no. And the momentum of the car would have took me right into the front of that car and I would have been obliterated. But all of a sudden, it was like somebody put their hand right in between us and stopped me. Just stopped. I just stopped right there. And then the truck 
drove by and kind of gave me a fuck you on the, you know, on the, on the, on the horn as he passed by. And I just sat there heart pounding, heart pounding, heart pounding. And I've never heard anything about that from anybody else, uh, any kind of divine intervention. Um, does that sound kind of like that to, to you guys or? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, like, all right, let me just preface it with, yeah, I'm a Christian. So like, like I, yeah. I have a certain perspective, right. But I, I find it I interesting. you would be perfect for it. it. It's I'm glad you called because, uh, it, it's really interesting. You bring this story tonight. Uh, I was, uh, two weeks ago at church and they were doing a baptism and there's a guy named Brandon and uh he i'm gonna get to the part i'm gonna get to this part but let me just backtrack and just draw this picture for you um he is the camera operator for a youtube channel called black diamond guns and gear and years ago when i was driving truck i was overweight and i was trying to figure out how to appendix carry as a fat guy it's uncomfortable and so I, I stumbled across their YouTube channel because they had a video talking about it and they came out of the holster. So I recognize, I remembered that. And then years later, I see that channel follow the confessionals on YouTube. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And so I reached out and we connected. It turns out Brandon, uh, their ca- camera guy, he, uh, he followed the confessionals. So we got connected and now we shoot guns. And it's all fun. But we also go to church together now. So me, Brandon, and Josh, who is one of the guys on camera, we all go to church together. Brandon, uh, in November last year, he, uh, he gave his life to Christ, and he's a Christian now. And he contacted me and said that you had, that me, I had a big role or a role in the, his salvation, and we didn't really talk a whole lot about it. And I just like, well, praise God, I just I assumed it's just my talking with him or something said what I said, it turns out, uh, obviously he listens to the show and he was listening to, I forget what episode he said. Now th- this is th- what I'm about to tell you is what he said to the church, uh, two Sundays ago. And I, this is my first time hearing it. Um, he said that he was listening to an episode and somebody was talking about their God experience or something. And it got him thinking. And now uh, he was raised, I guess, in the church, but he was pretty much atheist at this time. And he just said, why can't something like that happen to me? And he said, God, if you're real, show me a sign like that, like now. And just when he said that, about 10 seconds later, there was this huge wreck right in front of him. He's driving a tractor trailer. And uh, there's this huge wreck right in front of him. And he said it was like all the cars and trucks just parted like the Red Sea. And he just passed through. He said, he said it, it, there was no way he should have been able to go accident-free with what was happening in front of him, but it happened. And he was just like, huh, there's my sign. And then a few, <laughs> a few months later, <laughs> he had this over, overwhelming, overwhelming desire. This compa- like, he woke up one morning just feeling like, I need to give my life to Christ. And he got down on his knees in his bedroom and yielded his life to a higher power in Christ. And, uh, and it all derived from that, that situation, which just for me hearing you say that it it just kind of struck with me because that's essentially a very similar situation that what Brandon had, which would be divine intervention. I believe that, um, 
and I'm actually in the middle of studying. Uh, I don't want to say studying, just learning. I'm reading my Bible, uh, and I'm trying to understand the the implication and the um, the practical use of angels for humans. And I'm learning that we often think about angels being in heaven and looking down over us with God. They're chilling with God. They're watching us. And every once in a while, God says, hey, go check out on Tony and you know, just let him know or just watch out because he's about to do something stupid. Uh, the, the, the seems like scripturally, it seems like angels are always here and they're around us all the time. And they go to God more than they go to us. So uh, the, um, I can't remember exactly where, but the, the, the story of Jacob's ladder in the Bible. And if you read it, it says that the angels went up to heaven and then came back. They were going up and then descending. They weren't descending and then going up. And then there's, uh, there's um, Daniel who... Uh, prayed something. I'm gonna. Uh, this is the Tony rendition of the scriptures. Uh, sure. <laughs> but but Daniel Daniel was praying. He asked God for something, and it wasn't until like tw- I think it said 21 days later, the angel arrives, and he's and and he's he's like, "Sorry, I'm late." So clearly, there is a divine intervention where there are angels working on the behalf of human beings. And I do believe that angels do protect us. I do believe in guardian angels. I know that some Christians will say, oh, the guardian angel thing is a myth. Practically speaking, I don't think you can say it's a myth because we have countless uh, interactions with angels. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. If you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think like somebody like... um, I, I, I was Pentecostal for a while, mm. and um, then we kind of lost interest in it because it seemed like they were more interested in donations than helping the people. And then life happens, and you just kind of go through. And at that time that that happened, I was neither here nor there uh, on that. Do you think, uh, and this sounds like a, 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 a weird term, like a proof of recruitment maybe? like Like, hey – you know, you come to this side, this is good things can happen to you because I either thought it was the hand of God or some Jedi stopped me with the force. I mean, that's how, how suddenly I stopped before I hit that thing. And as your friend from your church mentioned, like the, the, the accident parted and his momentum, it was the same thing with me. I would have been obliterated, but I literally like seriously felt like somebody put a hand and stopped me right then and there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it could be a moment where it for you it's like maybe a wake up call, wake up moment. I, I I would I would be very careful to confirm to you that hey, you come to the Jesus side and good things happen because you know what bad sure. things happen to us all the time. Like I say, us yeah. Christians, like like yeah. and when you said that. Uh, it, it's so, it's so funny you said that because, and I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle, I'm sorry. He's, <laughs> dude asking me Jesus stuff. I'm like, I yeah. can't help myself. Um, but, uh, in, in, uh, Isaiah 57 first verse one and two, it says, good people pass away. The God, the godly often die before their time, but no one seems to care or wonder why no one seems to understand that God is protecting them from, a, from the evil to come. For those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. And so right there, it's saying, listen, just because you're on Team Jesus doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. And guess what, sucker? Sometimes you die before your time. 
but there's peace sure. and there's there's peace and understanding to know that when you're dead you are still uh rocking with team jesus and uh you yeah. have peace in death but even physical death is it, it is what it is like like i believe i'm gonna live forever so uh take that yeah. but uh no exactly so, so i i just think that going back to your divine uh question i, I for me personally it sounds certainly it sounds like a divine intervention now how you perceive it how you run with it that's up to you like i mean i i spent years years i always thought it was but because i'm not i i'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards atheism i could be well, like how could god help me if i don't believe in him that that's i've i've, I've been fighting that for the last 20 plus years uh, of that and ever since that moment nothing else has like I needed another verification kind of thing and nothing. And then I, I admit I was a dumb early twenties kid. You know what I mean? I just chalked it up as luck and I went and got drunk that night. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I never really put more thought into it until, until, you know, as I became a more mature adult, a father, a husband and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would say it, it, what you just said, uh, how can God help me if I don't believe in him? The fact is God, God, it doesn't matter if you believe in him or not. He he's real and he doesn't need you to believe mm. in him for him to work. Uh, sure, and on sure. top of that, uh, the very, the very foundation of, of faith in Christ does not require you to do anything other than faith in Christ. Right. So like, like, uh, I'm, 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 you know what, I'm having a hard time articulating what I'm thinking, uh, sure. but you, um, God doesn't need you to believe in him for him to prove himself to you or do something for you. Uh, if he wills it to like, like just because you don't believe just because you don't believe in God does not mean that God is not doing things in your best interest, whether you yeah. want to accept it or not. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, that makes sense. That, that totally makes sense. And, and um, I respect that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I got one more for you guys because this kind of turns in and then I'll let you go. Uh, I was about 17 and I call this my out of body lucid dream. Um, uh, we had about a, we have about a 50 yard driveway when I was growing up in my parents' house and part of my chore was always go get the mail and go get the newspaper. So I'm walking down and as I'm approaching the main, the main road at the end of my driveway, this car pulls up drops down the window and unloads a magazine handgun in, into my chest. Everything goes black. The next scene is me floating over my body with everybody trying to resuscitate me. And as I'm going up, 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 I'm, you know, like when you, when you see a drone picture, you go up, things get smaller. I go up, 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 up. And to where you can't see the ground anymore. And then all of a sudden I wake up and, <laughs> and then, I shit you not, the areas that in my dream I got shot in my chest, I was sore the next day. All like like somebody like literally like I was shot in the chest or somebody punched me in the chest. No bruising, no internal damage, just I was sore like I I just worked out all day or you know somebody punched me in the chest. That's weird. That yeah. <laughs> that makes me feel like almost like and I might be grasping at straws here but it almost makes me feel like you had some connection to like an alternate you yeah in a way i don't i don't know it's weird it's really weird those two stories i mean i'm 46 those two stories 
like at least once a month, always, I always replay them or the, or replay what happened to me. Like kind of like, Oh, you think, you think you're good now? Hey, remember when these happened to you kind of thing, but it's like a constant reality check for you then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't have much going on anyway, so <laughs> I welcome it. <laughs> but hey, uh, let me get out of here. Um, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. You guys are both awesome and um, keep doing what you're doing. And um, just one final thing if you smell what Darth Squatcher is cooking, I love it. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, already lighting up with another call. Cool. Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Oh, hi. This is Ashley. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Hollow Sky and the Confessionals. Awesome. Um, and I felt like this might be kind of a once in a lifetime chance to be able to reach out to you guys at the same time, especially Tony. Um, I don't. I don't have a paranormal story. Um, though I'd really love to experience something, but I might be having an experience. I just really need some advice. Um, I, I don't know if you'll be able to help me. It's a lot and it's kind of been going on my whole life. Um, but I'm just going to tell part of my story right now. Um, when I was in middle school through high school, I was really, really religious. Um, my parents weren't. But finding it myself, I felt like it was a huge part of my identity. It was probably the happiest time in my entire life. Um, I was really into my youth group and would get a bunch of people from my school to, like, come to church. And back then, I was kind of warned a little bit that I should be careful because I was doing so much for God that the devil could have, like, a target on my back. Um, I was really young, though. Fast forward to high school, I developed like really bad mental health issues like depression, um, anxiety, and like suicidal ideations. Um, around the same time, maybe a little before, I met someone at my youth group who introduced me to witchcraft. I was really into like Harry Potter, <laughs> was really excited. Like I didn't realize that it could be bad or demonic or anything. I honestly didn't even get far into it. I probably spent about a week talking with him and taking notes and pretty much all I did was meditate and try to produce warmth in my fingertips. He said I could conjure fire or something. Um, I didn't feel like I was getting far and we just kind of stopped talking. But like right after that, my mental health got much worse. And the church I was going to was telling me that God could heal me. I didn't have to go like seeking professional help. And I had like countless people pray over me and say that God was going to heal me. And like, I a hundred percent believed them and that didn't happen. Um, I also like, couldn't speak in tongues. I know this is like crazy, but like, it was like all the people around me were developing this relationship that I felt like I was being like blocked from in a way. Um, it was really frustrating because I had such a strong faith. So I was like begging God for healing and answers. And it was like, the more I prayed, the more distant I felt. 
Eventually, I began to have panic attacks when I would try to worship. And then I would have panic attacks when I would pray. And eventually, I'd have panic attacks every time I would enter a church. Um, so, like, the strong relationship I felt with God, even, like, the presence, I've never felt since. Um, and I, I really drove myself insane, like, praying and begging for God to answer me. Um, eventually, I stopped going to church. Um, I think... Like, I really just felt abandoned, but I didn't want to believe that. Um, began to question whether or not God was real. Fast forward to dabbling with drugs, getting arrested, and getting kicked out of college, which destroyed my sense of self and my mental health even further. Eventually, I fell into an intense opiate addiction. I've been in and out of treatment since 2020 and currently have about five months sober. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm almost done. I know it's long. Um, about a year ago, I developed a really bad sleep disorder called hypersomnia. It's really rare, but essentially I sleep all the time and never quite feel rested. Um, there isn't really any treatment for it, and it's lifelong. Since then, especially in like rehabs, I've returned to trying to pray and beg Jesus to come back into my life. I've begged for a sign. I've begged for comfort or anything. Um, but I still haven't been able to like rekindle that connection. Um, I saw a psychic somewhat recently and they told me that I could have been cursed by a witch when I was really young. Um, it would make sense, but I'm not really sure, but I, I do feel like there's some kind of block and at this point, I consider myself to be agnostic. Um, I mean, I, I want to believe, but it's been so long that I feel that I've been trying. Um, anyways, I was want, like, the more I think about this stuff, I wonder how much of this could maybe have been something demonic. Like the doctors have no idea why I have this condition. Um, like, is there a possibility that I could have opened up something during that like small time when I was dabbling in witchcraft. I'm sorry, this was so long, but it felt well, important. Well, I, I would say, first of all, I'm not a medical doctor. And so, uh, uh, but I, I do think that uh, the church that told you that you didn't need to seek medical attention was on crack themselves yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, like it, it's, it's completely stupid. And, uh, and, and, you know, leaving those freaking Pentecostals. I'm a Pentecostal, so I can say it. Uh, but... <laughs> it's a non-denominational, like, mega church. And since no. then, my mental health's been much better. I do see doctors and such. Um, but it's still just strange. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it uh, through the things that you shared, um, the, the different details and stuff, I mean, one thing, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was demonic oppression that's exactly uh, where my mind was. Yeah, in in your life, listen. I I've never uh, had drug issues. I've had friends, lots of friends who have. I've taken friends to rehabs, picked them up, uh, all that. I mean, that's a whole other show we could do. Um, <laughs> I've I've seen it up close as an ignorant person, you know, to the point that I was enabling friends because I didn't know the signs. And right. um, 
And so saying that, I do think that there could be, not all cases, but I think there could be uh, demonic influences in people's lives that keeps driving them with these issues. Um, I don't think that just because, again, I think that church is wrong because I don't think just because you pray for healing means you're going to be healed. Totally. Uh, the what we're instructed in the Christian faith, what we're instructed to do is obey what we're told to do, and we're told to pray for healing. It does not mean that we are going to see healing every time. It does happen, but we are to act in faith and pursue healing by praying to God for healing. We're told to do it. Therefore, we're supposed to obey and do it. It doesn't mean by obeying, you're going to get the result you wanted. Just like when you tell your kids to obey what you tell them to do, doesn't mean they're going to get what they want. It just means you said so. And so Mm -hmm. a a church that says that you don't need to go to a doctor for help (laughs) and God is going to heal you. No, what they should have said is you need to seek attention and we're going to pray for healing and trust that God's going to take care of you. And, 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 and pray profusely until the day you're healed of, of these ailments or you're no longer with us. But the fact is, um, there are a lot of people who have prayed for healing throughout history who are dead now. And it's not a matter of lack of faith. It's just a matter of obeying instruction. And that's kind of even what I was talking about with the, the Isaiah passage. I mean, and so it, it's just... Um, when you said that, I kind of like ADHD, my head went just, whoosh, I was just like, I got, yeah, I got, no, like, I got I, frustrated. Like, I was so young then. Mm. So I was just a hundred percent believing what the church told me. And I, I understand a lot of that stuff now, but back then it was like, well, the church told me I was going to get help. And it was just easier for me to doubt at that time. Yeah. But yeah. So where are you at right now? I mean, how are you feeling right now? You're clean. Like you said five or six months, five months. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, awesome. I, I think like, even though I've had a lot of relapses, my sober time has been much longer. So I try to like pay attention to that in total. I probably have about two, three years clean. Um, so it, it's definitely a battle, but um I, I definitely feel much better now. The biggest thing is just feeling tired and not well. Um, but it's always something kind of looming over my shoulder that I have to be super careful about. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really appreciate you guys listening. And I don't know if you have any suggestions for like getting rid of this. I don't know. I- Go for it, Tony. I'm not, I'm not big into, I don't know. I don't have a lot of information on, especially if it's oppression. I'm not, I'm not very well versed. I mean. Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis boots. When you're out hunting the dog man or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have 
crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Religion is probably your best term to. Uh, so you said you were agnostic right now? Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, I'm open to anything. Right, right now, what, what, I, what I heard with what you shared, it sounds like somebody who, uh, like you said, you want to believe, uh, and you've even cried out. And in, 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 you're crying out. I forget what you exactly said, but I remember, like, you said something that in, in my head I was like, well, you just displayed faith right there. Uh, it's just, I think you are in this, this, maybe this juggle spot where it's like, well, it almost sounds like in your heart, you believe, but you also are not seeing anything to result in, in you having that belief. Uh, right. And in a sense, uh, that's a beautiful thing. If you can accept that you even believe because, uh, some of the the strongest strongest faith you can have is pure faith uh and and, uh i think that like i said i think earlier it it sounded like there was demonic oppression i don't want to say that that's what's going on in your life right now um but if that is going on in your life right now the only thing i can prescribe would be turning to faith in christ and asking God to relieve you from these demonic entities. Uh, do you feel like that is something that's happening right now? Just because I feel like a blockage. Um, a blockage in what? Yeah, I mean, being sick, like a blockage from being able to connect spiritually. Um, and I do still get very anxious when I pray. Um. And I don't know if that's just trauma or what, um, but I do really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so, yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry you feel that anxiety and the anxiousness, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what kind of answers you're, you're seeking, uh, but I, I'm, I'm a one-trick pony over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's that's why I wanted to call tonight to see your perspective. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will update you guys if if anything gets better. Good, thank you. All right, thanks, All right. guys. Yes, good night. Those are tough ones. Yeah, it sucks. 
Yeah. That sucks a lot. And if she she checked a lot of boxes for oppression though. Yeah. A lot of boxes. But it's it it goes to show that those aren't things to be taken lightly. You know, when it comes to your mental health, your physical health, you should always see professionals. And you should always, if you have faith, have faith. It's interesting. Uh if you have demonic oppression in your life. Um, Things yeah, get dicey. You, well, because she didn't know how she felt about it. So she was agnostic. Right. Uh, and, and from my perspective, demonic oppression, fine. I can take that and, and believe it, right? But I, I wonder, and it's something that maybe I didn't think to ask, but I wonder how she feels about the idea of demonic oppression. If she's agnostic... Because that's one thing that I have a hard time understanding when it when it comes to people and the way they they work through mentally on things uh, that they can believe in one side but not the other. To me, if there is one side, the other side has to be there too. Absolutely. Um, and maybe that's just my my caveman thinking. But uh, I wonder if she actually even believes how she feels about the idea of demonic oppression. Because that might be a building block for her to maybe come to the understanding that the other side is is there because if she can understand and realize that she is going through demonic oppression well if you're going through demonic oppression and you believe that that is real then logic would say that the fact you even believe a demon could exist means that the story behind the demon has to be true too which would be the other side the other the the you know and I don't want to get too far down that road of where demons come from, but right. uh, it's the idea though. You know what I mean? Like good and yeah. evil, God and Satan, all that stuff. So yeah, like, it's the yin and the yang. Yeah. So I'll admit that might be, if she's still listening, that might be a, a, a way to maybe mentally work. Cause it sounds like she has to do, she has to work through it mentally. I think she's I, lost. Yeah. I feel, I feel like she's willing to, she wants to believe like she said, but she's just not sure. So maybe she can use what, and, and, and this again, it, it could be a beautiful love story at the end. And when I say love story, maybe between her and God, because if she could get to the point where she's like, yeah, I'm going through demonic oppression, that could be a building block to her getting to the point in faith. And then you could look in hindsight, come back to it and say, she could come back and say, I'm really glad I went through that because that was the path of me getting to faith in Christ. And so, and so I just, I don't know. I think it could be a beautiful love story in the end, at the end and stuff. But yeah. I mean, I, See, if she's I, listening I, right now, I would say maybe pursue that path of what do you even think about demonic oppression? Yeah, there's that. And then there, when it comes to, like I said, I walk a different path. So you have faith and I tend to try to I don't know how I do it. I just kind of, I go with the flow, but like the way I see it is like, if I were to pray to God or whomever and ask for something, I feel like that's, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's a red, like for me, that's, that's a line. Like, like, because I feel like a lot of people only reach out when they want shit and that's not cool. Right. Like that'd be like me getting a hold of you only when I need something from you. Never just being like, Hey, what's up? How's life treating you? You know what I'm saying? Like, or you shout me out on a show and I'm like, Hey, thanks for that, man. I really appreciate you. Much love. 
I feel like that for, I don't know. And it, it could just be me and the way I'm, ra- I rationalize things because I, I'm not huge into faith. It's all, it's different for me, but I just feel like constantly asking for something kind of defeats the purpose. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of times what I do instead, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm no expert in anything. So don't take me serious. But a lot of times I, and I think it's, it's, it's something to keep, um, mental stability as well. Every night before bed, I try, it doesn't always happen, but I try to, I try to give thanks. Right. I'll be laying in bed at night. My family's sleeping. I'll be the last one awake. I'm laying in bed and I'm like, thank you for today's safety in my family. Thank you for my family's health today. You know what I'm saying? Like I go through a list and it all, it all concerns my family. I, I, at the end of the day, I give a shit less about anything else. It's all family based stuff, but I always give thanks and it could be, you could, you could call it God. You could call it uh brick. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Right. But I'm giving, I'm just putting that energy out there saying, Hey, whatever's out there and has got my back. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my family's health. Thank you for my family's safety. Thank you for my health and my safety. It's much appreciated. I'm glad that I got through the day. That's kind of how I look at life. Right. And I just feel like, I feel like there is something me and Steve have talked about it before you, you put these, these intentions out there and what, whatever it is. Cause you know, you got to keep in mind me and Steve look at the, the world and <laughs> the paranormal through a whole different lens set than you or anybody else does. But that shit that you're putting out there, it's going somewhere. Something out there is probably catching that, right? Well, you can call it karma. You can call it whatever you want to call it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like boxes. Whatever box you want to put on it, I don't give a shit. I just try to be thankful for the things that I do have, not envious of the things that I don't. Right? And I think that's important. And I think I also think giving thanks every day, whether it's to a higher power or just reminding yourself every day of what's important for you or what's important to you will help you get a lot farther in life because it keeps you grounded. It keeps you in that right headspace. A lot of times, you know what I mean? Cause we do, we all get envious of each other and other people. It happens to everybody. If you say that you're never envious of anybody, you're a liar. I'll call you, I'll call you a liar right now to your face. We all do dumb shit at the end of the day. Right. So I try to do the things to, to reel that back in, you know, cause I want to be the best version of myself. And I feel bad for people like that, that are kind of lost right now. And I hope she finds her way. I really do. Whatever the answer is. I hope she finds it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I know pretty, pretty crazy shit, man. Hmm. You never know where the night's going to take you. Most people can know that when I'm on the show, it usually turns into this. It just does. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean for it to be, you know, here's the thing, man. Like we, like I just speak from my heart and yeah. I, I, I am what I am. And, uh, it is what it is. I can agree. I can get behind that. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, is this real? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> What's going on? Oh my god. 
I'm such a huge fan of both of you guys. Awesome. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to call to just a couple things. There was a guy who called earlier about a dream that he had, and I have something very similar to that. Okay. Okay, so I I'm one of those people who think that there are multiple universes out there, and that in our dreams we can one way or another like see or be them, I guess. But um, so in this dream, I was I don't I don't I was like a hippie, I guess that's what I can remember, and I was holding up a sign that said "No to War." And it's kind of silly, but I was walking to a military sort of outpost or something, and I was holding the sign. And I guess I was, like, protesting or something. But as I was walking to them, they told me to drop what I had in my hands and just stand there with my hands in my back. And like I said, this is a dream, so I did what they said, and then I stood there, and they shot me three times in my abdomen. And the weirdest thing about it was that I felt the shots in my stomach. It felt so real. And then I dropped to the floor and I remember I was staring up into the sun and I'm religious. Thanks to Tony. Uh, I'll get into that later, but I was religious at the time. And I was thinking, I was like, Oh my God, like what happens next? Like I was afraid in my dream. And as I thought to myself that I woke up and I also had a very sore abdomen. And as I, as I was sitting there on my bed thinking what just happened, I could not help to think that that event did happen somewhere out there. It just felt so real. I couldn't, I, I don't know. It rocked my my sense of reality because I've never experienced anything like that before. And it was, it was just really wild. I, that's the best way I could describe it. Man, that's another one. I mean, like you said, just like the, the caller and I, I, yeah, I do, like I get that. down with the idea that shit's all interconnected. Definitely. I definitely get behind that. Yeah. It, it it was very I don't know it was it was cool like afterwards after I woke up and got dressed for the day it was it was cool I thought it was cool but in the moment it was very it was very surreal. That's scary too. Yeah, because yes, you're trying, is, you're, yeah. Like, you're you're like what the heck is happening? You know, I mean, dreams aren't supposed to be real, right? I mean, I like it, it, all those things go through your head. I uh, I don't know how to say it other than I just call it mind portals. Um, we the, something happens with us uh, in the sleep, and it doesn't happen just always in sleep. Uh, it can happen in many different environments, but uh, it does happen in the sleep realm for people a lot. And uh, things happen in what you want to call a dream. I don't necessarily think is as simple as calling it a dream. Uh, not always. Sometimes, I mean, like sometimes you, you see a giant skill chasing you down the road. It's a freaking dream, man. Like it's a dream. Yeah. But uh, sometimes things happen in what we would think is a dream, and it's just it's indistinguishable from a dream. But it's not a dream. It's something else. And uh, uh, I, I recently, it's always on my mind. But um, episode five ten with Hunter, he had that dog man that 
he dreamt about. And then, and then he, he saw it. Yeah, he woke up with the bruises on his body from it beating him in his supposed dream, which you could say, you literally could say, oh, dude, you did it yourself in your sleep, man. Until he's walking with his son, 11-year-old son, and he sees this thing standing there. And it could have killed him. It could have killed him yeah. and his son, no problem. It allowed him to live. And uh, there, there's something to it. And, and I think that's around the time I started calling this whole thing a mind portal. And there's got to be something better to call it. But I, like, like it just there's something that happens in these other states of existence, I guess. Uh, and, and we were talking about way earlier and stuff, the, the interdimensional aspect. I mean, we see things coming in and out of realms, right? I mean, anything from the classic, you know, shadow person to aliens, UFOs. I mean, people talk about seeing creatures coming out of just, just appearing out of nowhere or disappearing. Like there's other realms and things are popping in and out. Like that's real. And so where, where's the doorway for that? I don't know if there is a doorway, just one doorway. And I do think that one of the doorways would be through the sleep state. Our physical sleep state here is just a pathway to get to the door that opens up into a whole other world. And uh, I completely and, agree. I mean, I, I like I've heard some gnarly stuff and some of it, it's just like, well, you take it at face value, like with my show. I mean, like I don't ask people to believe me or the guests every week. You believe what you want. We're just presenting the story and the experience. Some of the stuff is gnarly. Uh, we had it, Mr. It really is. We had Mr. X dreams on years ago. I should bring him back on. Um, but he talks about how he was having a dream. And he saw his sister in the dream. He was leaving the dream as his sister was coming into the dream, like through a doorway or something. And then in the waking world here, they both shared that memory. She's like, oh, I dreamt about you last night, but you were walking through this door leaving. And he's like, what? You know, and it, it's like things like that. It tells you there's more to it than dreams. And then, you know, the Christianese stuff that Tony always gets into, I could go into the biblical references and stuff. I mean, like, like, like there's a real, and this is why it's important to me because when I first started the show, I was yawning every time somebody said something about dreams. I'm like, it's just a dream, bro. Why are you making a big deal about it? I had to fix my mind just because I say I believe in a Bible that talks so much about dream state, so much happening and, and how it, it, it's, it's obvious that what happens in dreams is not to be scuffed over. And so when people talk to me about dreams and stuff, I mean, again, sometimes people say I had a dream interpreted. I'm like, well, it was a Skittle. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It was a Skittle running after you in your dream. But sometimes people are telling me stuff that I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know how to define it. I don't know how to, what to tell you other than I believe you. And I think there's more to it than just your imagination running wild while you're sleeping. I agree. I agree completely. Which that, I mean, just that thought process alone opens a giant can of worms. It does. Yeah, it did for me. Like, like I said, I started listening to Sasquatch Chronicles and then I got into uh, the confessionals and I realized that with all these people's encounters and all their stories, that it, it only leads to one place and one truth. And that was God, at least for me. And ever since that, like I've, I've been trying to get more religious cause I wasn't really before, but I just couldn't deny the fact that the one truth was that. And when I started to look into everything that was in that world, it just, it blew me away. Like the, the things that I've been told aren't real are real 100%. And I can't deny that. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. It's encouraging for me to hear personally. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I thank you, Tony. Like it, honestly, I listen to your show every day. I have a huge smile on my face. It's, it's, it's beautiful what you do. And I am proof of the fact that you change people's lives. That's, that's awesome. I need to hear that, man. I do. I need to hear that. Cause, uh, it, and I'm just be honest with you and everybody listening. Like you can get jaded doing what we do over time. I mean, like at, at sometimes you get so much and it happens in ways. My wife always says it happens in waves. She's like, this week's a bad week for the emails. So just don't touch it. I'll just ha- handle it. I'm like, okay. But like it happens in waves. And, and, and when you're in the middle of a negative wave and stuff, you get jaded and you're like, why am I even doing this? Like, like, what's the point? Like, what is the point of me doing this? I, I subject myself to complete strangers having drastic opinions about my life and they're completely wrong and there's nothing I can do to change their mind because they're just right. They're just some internet person that's right. Like recently I had, to, I had people trying to boycott my show. I'm not even getting, I'm not gonna get into it, but uh, <laughs> they were wrong. They were just wrong, you know, but there's nothing I can do to change their mind, right? And so like, yeah. you, get, you get jaded by that stuff. And because it's like one time, fine. But when it happens over and over and over again, you just start thinking, what's the freaking point, man? And then somebody like you, it gets you. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, that's the point. We're changing people's lives. So that's, yeah. And it's, it's beautiful. I I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear too. It's it's fantastic. Like Tony said, it does give you, it does help revitalize a person once in a while, you know, cause you do get beat up. The highs are high and the lows are low. That's just kind of the name of the game. Uh, yeah, for sure. But that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, to just give thanks. Like, be like for guys like me and Tony in this world, reduce it, reduce it back to why you started it. Yeah. Right. That's what we yeah. need to constantly remind ourselves in day to day life. And that's everything. Reduce it back to why you did what you did. And you did it because you found love in it, because you found joy in it, because whatever, whatever it is that you, you found in it. Always try to remember that. Always, always hang on to that. Don't forget that. Because when you start turning it to other shit, it it dissipates on you and it dissipates fast. Right. And then you lose your way, you get lost, and then you're you're not happy with where you're at. And then you just give up. So that that acronym KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. There you go. There you go. Just keep it to the fundamentals, keep it to the basics. Just always rewind. And that's just with, with what we do with everybody listening right now, though. I mean, there are things in your life that you do because you had a reason in the beginning that was um, pure, pure. Yeah, pure. And over time, things get complicated. And it's always important to have those building blocks to jump back to and just say, this is why I'm doing, Yeah, you know, uh, it, it, it's just yeah. a, it, it's a huge thing for people and their consciousness to 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 be able to do that. Uh, and, and living purposefully is a huge thing that we don't do. We live on default. Most people live on default and live, live, uh, gosh, I, I, I don't like the guy. Well, it's, I don't want to say that I don't like the guy, but I, I think he's done more harm than good uh, on some things. But, uh, the book title is true. Live a purpose driven life. You know, like just, uh, when you wake up in the morning, what's the mission? Know what that mission is. Define the mission. If you don't know the mission. And, and live that life purposefully uh, because things happen in life, whether you like it or not. And if you're not on a mission, you don't know what that mission is, default takes over. And all of a sudden, you're just somebody who's living with a lot of angst, anxiety, frustration. You're miserable to be around because you don't have that purpose-driven life. 
Uh, this is help hour with Tony. Next caller. No, <laughs> Fixing the world one person at a time. One person oh, at a yeah, time. <laughs> I will spread your message and and be that one person. Awesome. Good. Yeah. I also have a couple other things if you guys don't mind if I let's go for quickly. it. Okay. Yeah. So also I want to say this too. I have sleep paralysis a lot, but I have never had it the supernatural way. Because I know people say that there are two versions, and they're, and it's true. It's completely true. I, I have sleep paralysis. And what it feels like for me is I, I typically sleep on my back, and it usually happens when I sleep on my back. And it just, for me personally, it feels like my body is singling, and I just can't move. And I can move my fingers maybe. I can try to try to swing my, my hand like across my body or across the bed, but it... It doesn't. I don't get any of the hat man, any any spiders. I don't get any of that. But it scientifically, I can say that it happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, I have a lot of. I have dreams every night. I don't remember them, but I know that I have dreams just because you wake up thinking about certain things, and and at least for me. And so I remember having this dream, not too long ago, where I was in the house with my parents, and my parents are divorced, so it was weird that they were in the same room together. Um, but we were sitting, we were sitting in the living room and there was a wall separating the the kitchen or the, the dining room. I mean, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a hat or not a hat, but I don't know what kind of hat people say the hat man wears, but it was like, it was like, like kind of like a fedora shaped, I guess. And I saw it, like, I just saw the hat, but it was pure blackness. And I saw it out of the corner of my eye and I got up and I was like, I told my parents, they speak Spanish and in Spanish. I was like, did you see that? And they were like, what are you talking about? And so I went around and the door that was right there, it shut. And every time I have a nightmare, I always say, like, if I'm, if I'm afraid, I always call out to Jesus. And there have been times where I've had nightmares and I've woken up in the middle of saying Jesus like I will be opening my eyes as I say Jesus and I wake up from it. It like completely stops the nightmare. So that time I called out to Jesus. I, I saw it close the door in my dream and I was like, you're not supposed to be here. I started to to argue with it and I know that you're not supposed to, but I, I couldn't help but to tell this thing to leave that it wasn't supposed to be there. And then open the door and I heard the footsteps coming. There were really heavy footsteps and I called out to Jesus and I woke up in the middle of saying it. And that's happened a lot of times. And I don't know if, if that means that there's something there or if I just have an overactive imagination, but that has happened more times than I have fingers. I just want to know what you think of that. Uh, the thing that I kept on going in my head was, uh, the, the the authority of Jesus transcends dimensions, realms. Uh, I, I I recently have been taking a much more uh, Christ-centric view of all of creation. When I say creation, I mean all of creation, not just earth, uh, where the more modern Christian church culture is more human-centric, where we are pretty much the focal point of everything, and we build our theology around that. Uh, but when you take the perspective that 
Christ is the center and everything, all creation, dimensions, worlds, universes, everything has been built around that as the center. And we're just like kind of like a cog in the wheel. It tells me that, uh, well, it, it's what I said. I mean, literally king of all creation. Uh, I think it's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, it, it, or it could be an overactive imagination. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. No, it is, I'm, yeah, it is. You hear a lot of cases where you say his name and things get get better. I mean, it puts a stop to it. I've had it, yeah. you know, happen to myself. And that's, I mean, coming from a not so religious person, I it's hard for me to fucking explain. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why I say that, like, it, there was a truth, and that truth to me was God. Yeah, and I think it's important that you know that. You know, despite my beliefs on anything, I think it's important for you to know that. I agree. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate you guys too. All right. Kyle, I'm sorry if I'm turning your show into, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is ironically overloaded with a lot of religious talk. You know, but it, that's listen, okay. The, the beauty thing is it's not my show. I don't got to worry about it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> just do what I want to do. <laughs> no, it's uh, no, and then I, re, religion is one of them weird ones, man. Like people get, there's just these ups and downs that come with it. I I'm fascinated by a lot of it, so it doesn't really bother me, you know. And I I like to give my insight, yeah, back, which I know it makes a lot of people fucking mad. It shouldn't. <clears throat> it does though. No, it really does. It's funny. Me and me and Steve just got hit because somebody's, you know, they just throw their their weight around and and whatever with that shit. But people get, I don't know. Like I, I mentally try to process everything all the time. It's just the way my brain works, you know. And I try to break things down and break it apart. And dude, just big facts right out of the gate. I'm not going to get into any of it because it'd be way too many fucking red flags, but people don't like the truth. People don't like the truth. And that's all there is to it. That's my tagline, man, man. I, I do. I, actually, it's weird that you say that because I was kind of thinking that earlier today. I'm like, that is kind of true. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't, people don't like hearing the truth. And I like as for friends, for people that I love, love like, if you ask my opinion, a lot of times I'm going to go, what do you want out of me? Do you want the truth or do you want, you want me to be your best friend? Well, do whatever you want me to do because I am like, I love you. I, no matter what I'm, I'm riding and dying with you. So what answer do you want out of me right now? Do you want the truth or do you want, you want your best friend? I hate when people say that crap. You know, It's like, well, I want the truth. But give it to me softly, man. Like, <laughs> right. just, just yeah. kid glove it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, dude, and it's, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to chew those things up, you know? I, dude, sometimes I ain't trying to hear the truth. I'd rather be lied to. I'll Heck be 100% yeah. honest. Just Heck lie to my yeah. ass. Heck yeah. You know? I mean, I, it's funny we were talking about this because uh, Lindsay just told me, I think, a few days ago, she said, we're having an influx of people canceling their memberships because you're talking about God. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, it is what it is. It's a tagline. Yeah, you, you can't, man, like 
I'm not hyper-religious. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows Steve's not hyper-religious. But you can't, you can't take that away from people either, right? You can't force it on the people, but you can't take it away. Like, I'm, dude, I've been thinking about life a lot lately. And, like, you can't, it's not okay for people to tell other people what to do or how to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We all view the world so differently. And I said it on one of the last uh, preachy night shifts that we had. And I'm like, listen, you, everybody out there is seeing everyone's differences as negatives. Well, I'm here to tell you that everyone's differences are actually the positives. They're what make us work together. That's why we're all different. If we were all the same, we would just be a, an assembly line, but it's our differences that actually make us stronger. So stop bickering about what color sneakers I have on <laughs> and just be my friend and let's work together. You're so countercultural. You're so countercultural. Yeah, I, I know, I know, but I, I think it's just the older I get, the more wisdom I gain. And like, I, and, and I'm always trying to be the best version of myself. I have tons and tons of flaws tons of them right i judge books by the cover sometime i'm i'm a very imperfect person but i try to be better you know even just in my verbiage like when like i've I've, i don't know if i've said it on the show but i've told steve like there's two of us in hollow sky right but whenever like it's just you and me talking about hollow sky sometimes as a person you'll say yeah that like my show and then i'm like "Ah, ah, ah, ah." no 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 our show does this. Mm. Like I always, I always make it a point. Or if you bring up a good point, you know, actually Tony, you had a great point there. Like Tony said this, I, I make sure to make myself give everyone credit because everyone deserves to feel fantastic. Mm. That's my philosophy. Everyone deserves to feel fantastic. That should be like, man, ooh. tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Whenever I, when somebody's like, even if it's like 10 minutes later, Actually, Tony had a really good point earlier when he brought this up. Makes you feel good, right? Yeah. yeah. So why don't we do that more often? Why do, Why is it in a lot of conversation, you'll make a point, and then 10 minutes down the, the line, somebody goes, and, and they'll, bring, they'll say your point without fucking acknowledging you. Mm. And you're like, hey, I'm the one that said that 10 minutes ago. Hey, man. <laughs> Give me credit. Yeah. But my, uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no. I, you know what? It's funny. It is, you know, ADHD kicking in here. But uh, I'm, I'm learning the weirdness with being a public figure. Like it, it's been picking up more recently. Where that sucks. People recognize. Like here. All right. Let me do two examples. One, uh, I got neighbors on each side. I'll tell you a story for each one. One neighbor, uh, he told me that. A coworker of his, who and my neighbor is a, a Christian. I'm, I'm in East Tennessee. Everybody's Christian, uh, but but the, the, he said his neighbor or the guy he works with is not a Christian, and sent him an Instagram reel of Joel from Van Tesla, and he said Joel was talking about old Earth, and my neighbor's like, funny story, my friend, my my neighbor is is good friends with that guy. I'm like, <laughs> crazy, uh, and then my other neighbor. Turns out, like his his 
sister's husband's friend. It all like domino affected down to he's your neighbor. I listen to him all the time. I'm just like, this is crazy. Yeah, weird. Uh, but um, I really don't remember why I started talking about that. Who knows? But, it's getting late. <laughs> we're losing our minds. It's night shift, baby. Yeah, that's we're right. just telling stories to stay awake. That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, man. Uh, I think it, it, everybody deserves to feel uh, special. And yes, I think that's how you said it. I don't fantastic. remember. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, everybody deserves to feel. That's even better. Yeah, uh, I like that. And uh, we, we try it. Try to reason- like consciously live your life that way. It, it's so much better. We, it really we, is. We live in a culture where we're trained the opposite. Tear, tear down to feel special, to right. feel fantastic. Exactly. And the internet magnifies that. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I swear by it, man. Like, let people be who they want to be at the end of the day. Like, as long as you're good people, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. And just try to... Try to remember that. Just try to put, like, what was I hearing the other day? Not to get way the fuck off subject, but. We already did. Yeah, I know. They were talking about um, reincarnation and transcending, right? And they said that once you learn to live for the others around you is when you will start to transcend and you will go on to the next life, which it's a weird concept when you break it all down. Uh, but at the same time, it, it does kind of make sense. Like you, because I, I firmly believe in times whenever neighbor help neighbor, like you should help your neighbor. We should all help each other. So it, it does kind of make sense to me on a level. But then again, I, <laughs> I'm no rocket scientist. I don't know how that shit works, right? So it, it, it would also be weird to me if we live in a situation it's weird like we live in a situation to where we have to earn the next step if that makes sense it's kind of weird what's even weirder and almost sadistic like just messed up is the fact that you don't even know it yeah and so it's like you don't even have a goal that you're supposed to be trying to like you don't know you have a goal you're supposed to be accomplishing it's just like so happenstance you figured it out next level do it all over again for this quest it's like right it's weird that's weird dude how you just said that is how i feel about a lot of um on omnipotent beings uh you know creators and old gods new gods this that and the other like i feel very particular about some of the things that they do and like where I'm kind of like, "Ah, I don't know if I'm going to get behind that. That seems a little messed up to this guy. Don't know. You know, that's just the way I look at things. Cause like I said, I have a very particular way of looking at the world now. And there are situations that we've, we've dabbled in where you're, you you talk about this all powerful being and you're just kind of like, I just don't know if that like, dude, you might be, who you say you are, you might be this, uh, what were the the beings of light? You might be a being of light, but the way you're trying to prove that you're being of light, that's not very cool. Like that's kind of a dick move. Just going to throw that out there. It's kind of a dick move. So I don't know if it's just because 
they have a lack of what we would call emotion and they don't understand. Cause I could, I could understand that. Like if that was the case, if there's a separation there between emotion and what have you, or they're just so hyper intelligent that they don't even acknowledge it. They don't care. I don't know. There's just, man, if you, if you come heavy with, I'm a being in love, you, you better prove it. There better be, sunflowers and rainbows and cupcakes. I ain't trying to see nothing else, right? If you're a being of love, you can't, you can't be a dick and then be like, Hey, yeah, I'm all love though. It's kind of a, that's kind of a messed up message. <coughs> that's the way I see it anyways. And I'm not, I'm not taking shots at you or anything. I'm just saying in general, like I'm not, I'm not even talking about God. I'm talking about other omnipotent beings that I've read about and looked into. It just, they, they say they're this and then they do something kind of messed up where you're kind of like, Hey, that's not very cool. But they're like, but we love every, we, I love everything. And you're like, well, you just killed that. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> it's not loving. <laughs> that's not loving everything. How do you know what love is? That's true. I, I'm dude. Hey, my love is my love. I don't give a shit what anybody says. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Ask I mean, Dahmer what love is, huh? Ask Dahmer what love is. Oh, I'm good. I'm sure I don't his, need that conversation. Sure his, I'm sure his definition is a little different, mm, right? Nope. I ain't, I, dude, I don't mess with true crime. Bye. I don't do true crime. Yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't usually either. I mean, some of it fascinates me and interests me, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really get too deep in it. The human psyche is fascinating, but that's about it. True. You, all you people out there like true crime. You're crazy. <laughs> you, you guys have, you think I'm crazy for liking Bigfoot and conspiracies. I think you're crazy for being fascinated with true crime. That's just, that's just me. Steve loves true crime. He's he's all into that. He's I just, scheming. Dude, I can't do it. I just I don't have a stomach for it. Hanging out with the true crime stuff, you're like, okay, so that's how not to do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm just not a true crime guy. Never have been. I, I When I was driving truck, I listened to, um, uh, I forget the name of the podcast, Generation Y. I tried listening to that, and it, it was pretty good, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was nothing against them. It's just that the idea of true crime, I just, eh. you know, I, like it was, it has to be done right. And also for a certain type of person. And I think my attention span kind of just gets too jumpy. Yeah. To, especially if you're going to spend an entire season on one case and you're trying to step-by-step step walk me through how this all unfolded. I'm just like, uh, just talk to me about aliens, man. I'm good. <laughs> that's why that's where I'm at. I love, I love talking about aliens and conspiracies. I, I mean, I wish I could talk about more where you don't get in trouble because I dude, I I'm into you tell me the wildest shit. And I'm like, I like this story. I don't yeah. know if I believe it or not, but I like it. I like it. I dig it. That's where I'm at. I, yeah. I, I love it, dude. I, I absolutely love it. I feel you. Oh man. I think it's about time to shut her down. We are yeah, two hours I, and 30 minutes and I got work in the morning. I'm looking at the clock and I still got to finish up my membership show for Thursday. I got 25 minutes for midnight. <laughs> I think the members are going to be wanting at midnight. <laughs> yeah, probably. Hopefully probably. not by one though, because I want to go home and sleep too. Yeah. I need to go to bed because I got to get up bright and early and go trim trees. 
I got a dentist appointment tomorrow morning. They're going to be uh, cleaning my old teeth, and I, I chipped my tooth, biting my fingernails. Oh, no. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to tell me, but I got to get my teeth clean. It's been, like, too long. <laughs> well, How often do you that. go to a dentist? You're supposed to go twice a year. Twice a year? Yeah, get a cleaning. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It's been, like... Yeah. I think it's been about six years for me. Yeah, you should probably go see one. Yeah. You should probably definitely go see one. I hate the dentist, but <laughs> everything's got its purpose. That's right. So, if you want to plug anything, go for it, man. I'm Tony, Confessionals Podcast, uh, Merkle Media. Check it out. Um, we basically talk to people about their experiences, and we have fun doing it. And, uh, yeah, confessionalspodcast.com. It's awesome, man. Strange Road, appreciate the donation. Much love. You guys are great. Thanks, Thank everybody, for, for tuning in and hanging out with us this whole time. There's been a ton of you that have stayed through all of our chit-chat. So it's much appreciated. So until next time, make sure you all stay safe and stay weird. All right.